Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 11, Willingness versus Unwillingness. Stop limiting yourself. To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you are there, check out our new uh, patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. So today we are talking about willingness versus unwillingness and and kind of just setting healthy boundaries and setting ourselves up for success along with that um i uh i've kind of found for myself that a lot of this for me um and i i, I wish i could recall the name of the book but i there was a book that i was reading that kind of hit a lot on this topic but a lot of it was just kind of phrasing things more in a uh more neutral uh yeah. phrasing if you will so no like can'ts don'ts won'ts whatever you know um trying to train our brain in a more positive or neutral method but um a lot of it was for me where it kind of hit home was more talking about like negative you know, occurrences in life and, and kind of, um, realizing like what I'm willing and unwilling to accept in my life. And like negativity was a huge thing that, you know, I'm, I realize it's there, but, but I don't want to get engaged in all of this negative, you know, like gossip and, you know, uh, or somebody talking bad about somebody else. I just don't really want to be around that. And um, the term unwilling, that kind of settled in for me when I realized, I and for this piece of it, was that I was unwilling to accept that into my life. And so um, I started using this technique, and I found it to be very helpful in a lot of different fronts. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you know you mentioned negativity and 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 things that you don't need to take on personally. I think you know finding a way to know what you're willing and and unwilling to to take on or entertain is important. Um, a lot of those negative things are like quicksand. It's easy to easy to get sucked in and the conversation, and then you know before you know it, your whole day is ruined and you're in a tiff because you just took on everything that the person that was negative had or or you had, you know, you don't want to give that to other people as well. So I think um, really assessing our needs and, and looking at us, at ourselves as individuals and what, what are our, you know, what do we need from people and the people around us and what do we need uh, in our interactions and then knowing when to say no. Yeah. And I think, you know, just, really overall setting these healthy boundaries is is what's most important but in like you said in order to do that really we have to go in and do a self-assessment and see what is it that we 
need or don't need in our lives to further, you know, who we are as people and what we, you know, kind of like in the couple episodes ago when we talked about showing up, Mm -hmm. same type of idea. Um, This is just a really good skill to learn that'll help you kind of, I guess, essentially show up how you want um, and um, start to kind of break down a lot of those negative things, if you will, or um, even bolster some of the positive ones, you know, Um, for example, like the way that you frame this stuff, it could, the unwillingness could be for a positive too. So like, say, um, you're talking about going to the gym. Well, you could phrase it or look at it in the the light that I'm unwilling to miss a day at the gym, you know, um, something like that. It, it kind of helps train your brain to, realize what you're willing and unwilling to do. And once you start practicing this over time, it kind of just starts to become a constant. And, and when these things rise, like maybe one morning you wake up and you're really not feeling the gym, but you realize, no, I'm unwilling to skip. Yeah. You know, I need and, that. Yeah. You just got to get up, get going, do it. Um, likewise, when you're trying to get rid of stuff, in your life that maybe you don't need there, like maybe toxic people or somebody that's constantly gossiping or, you know, being negative, whatever that might look like, you can say, I'm unwilling to engage in these particular behaviors. Um, and I've set up boundaries for myself personally, where if, if I'm around a group of people and they just kind of move into that gossiping realm, I'll give it a couple minutes and see if we can navigate away from it. And if not, I usually just politely kind of remove myself from the situation and I'll take a step back and, you know, um, just try and get away from it because it, it brings my day down. Yeah. Especially like in the biggest key to this is the excess assessing part, right? I mean, you need to know what is your core at your core? What are your values and goals? Um, and then align those, the willingness and unwillingness cues, I guess, in your brain to, to those situations. Um, there's a lot of things that, you know, I think at first I remember because when I started doing the, using this technique too, um, I kind of was concerned about, you know, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings or how am I going to distance myself from, from stuff that I just don't need. And I think that, you know, if you can set, set up boundaries for yourself just really to your core values, it becomes easier and easier as you practice it like anything else. Um, but just not having that fear to to stand up for what's best for you and, and guard yourself against those things. Or like you said, you know, it's, it's also a positive and, you know, I need, I need this. I mean, I think this morning heading up here um, to work with you, I even texted you and said, hey, I'm going to be a little late. I got to get the work. I got to get my workout in or I'm going to be useless. Um, and that's just something I know that I need in the mornings and, and throughout the week to keep me going. And like you said, unwilling to give it up and, and let any, anything really interfere with that time. Um, but also, you know, having a willingness to, to stand up for yourself and say, Hey, I need, I need this, or I need a day off, or I need, I need to not have this conversation with you or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, as you move through your day and your week and your months. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, 
having people that are going to support you through that too is such a good thing because I could have easily gotten mad, right? Like, yeah. oh, oh, he's going to be late. Great. You know, but, but, you know, part of that whole deal is to realizing like, you know, A, you were aware of what you needed. B, you reached out and you stood up for yourself and were like, hey, I know we're meeting it such and such time, but I need a little more time because I need that workout, Yeah, which is amazing. And then on the back end, having somebody that's going to realize that um, and be okay with that because a lot of times people are not. And sometimes that's one of those things. Maybe it's like, okay, well, I'm unwilling to, you know, entertain these individuals, you know, people, we need people that are going to kind of, you know, not hold us accountable, though we do need that, but that are going to respect our support, boundaries. Yeah, support is when we need it too. Yeah. Like in the, that's a great point too that, you you know, you were open and understanding. And I think that, you know, as we're going through and, and things change and people present us with stuff that either they can't make or they, you know, things change, right? So I think being open and willing to be accountable or not accountable, but um, supportive of those people when those things do happen is very important. Um, it's a lot, you know, it even goes back to our showing up episode of making sure that as you, if you're showing up or people are showing up for you, how are you present, how are you arriving and making sure that you take care of yourself to arrive the way that, that you need to be, um, to get the things done you need to. Yeah. And that's honestly one of my willingness factors is that, um, I try in my showing up day to day, try to be or have a willingness to want to support everybody around me and, and, and have, you know, that willingness for an understanding as well that, you know, maybe I'm ready to roll. I wasn't by the way, (laughs) I was, I was kind of slow moving this morning too. And I actually was on the same page as you. I needed a workout as well. So, but, (laughs) but regardless of that, it's, it's that, that, willingness on the back end to want to be supportive of everybody else and you know an understanding of you know maybe I don't get it but there's got to be a reason they need it right yeah and and so it's it's very important and that's where you know back to this assessing our needs it's also kind of I think assessing the needs of those around us as well you know or or again, just that sheer understanding um, of what what people might need, mm-hmm. you know, support-wise, and and building that willingness unwillingness factor, you know, and and trying to kind of show up and be the person that we know that we might need, or what we know others might need, even if we don't get it at that time, you know, just trying to be understanding and 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 do that for yeah. our friends, loved ones, people close to us. Definitely, definitely. Um, I also think, you know, like you said, it's, it's what's good for us and what's good for other people as well, right? I mean, it doesn't do the people around me or the people in my circle any good if I do, you know, step away from some of those boundaries I've set and allow that negativity to take over or um, allow myself to slip out of my routines and my habits because then I'm not – and then I'm not able to perform as the, the person I at a top level, right? I'm not be able to be there for people. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, part of the willingness and unwillingness is also just making sure that it's not just for you, it's for, for all those interactions that you're, you're dealing with throughout the day and throughout the week and making sure that you're being the strongest person you can be. Yeah. Well, you mentioned habits and, and one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about, um, is a book that I've read and I really like, um, it's called Atomic Habits by the author James Clear, um, and in there, he kind of starts to phrase some stuff um, like, I'm, for example, um, I'm trying to quit smoking versus I'm not a smoker. Um, and I, I really like that. It's very powerful to me um, because it, it comes down to a lot of this phrasing that we're talking about, you know, with this willingness versus unwillingness um, and, and trying to avoid things like can't, won't, don't, you know, and, and maybe avoid some of these negative verbiages that, um, kind of just, you know, can send us into a, a down mood or, you know, our, I think it's so easy to fall towards those negatives. And a lot of this is really going to be used to weed out negative stuff. Um, it can be used for a lot of things, but I've, at least for me, I've found weeding out the negative. This has been a useful tool for that specifically. Yeah. I think, you know, some of the internal conversation we have with ourselves on how, how are we talking to ourselves? Are we, you know, I mean, it's not so much negative in how we talk, but are you, are you building your, your mind up and giving your mind the strength to, you know, learning those cues and learning, um, learning the boundaries. I mean, I think this example is great because it shows you two different ways where someone's leaving it open, the door open a little bit, as opposed to someone leaving the door closed and keeping those boundaries firm and in place by saying, I'm not a smoker instead of, uh, you know, I'm trying to quit means you're leaving that open to where you can still smoke, right? you know, and, and, and use that for what it is. But, um, I think that over time, if we learn how to just have that conversation with ourselves and, and in that way that's very firm, um, but still leaving, it still leaves it, it's firm as in like you made a choice, right? I'm not a smoker. I think if, if we're trying to, or if you say you can't do that even to yourself, I think that the brain is so programmed to defy that, that it's important that we make sure it isn't a conversation, but almost tricking and training your brain to be able to to know that well, I did make that decision. Not, I'm not being told I can't do something. Right, and I think that a lot of that it's it, that verbiage is why it's so powerful, right? Because it's like imagine when you're a kid and and you know your parents tell you you can't do something or what have you. A lot of times that ruminates in the back of your mind and you're sitting there thinking about it and that you can't, you can't, you can't. And one of the first things you want to do is exactly what you were told you can't do, Yeah, you know? Um, and this kind of this willingness and unwillingness factor is really kind of just giving you um, a, a power, a power of choice, right? Mm -hmm. When you say I'm unwilling to do something, it's something you're choosing and you're not telling yourself you can't do it. Um, you're just choosing that you're going to be unwilling. And a lot of this stuff, it ties in with that self-assessment that we do. But it really, 
narrows in and hones in on your core values and, and your identity as a person and a lot of like that, how we're showing up in the world again, you know? Um, but when you start to assess who you want to be, what your core values are, what you want your identity to be, then you can start looking at, at the things in and around your life that, you know, perhaps maybe we need to weed some of this stuff out or, Maybe I need to add more of this in. Maybe I need the gym more. And, you know, using these willingness versus unwillingness statements to kind of really embolden what it is that you need more of or less of. Yeah, I think it's a great example, um, especially focusing on your identity and who you are as a person. Uh, you know, I think that as we go through life and no matter what it is, if you're out shopping, if you're out uh, planning a vacation or or anything if you don't as you go through your day-to-day -day and work as well i mean if you don't have know your identity and know who you are where you're trying to go and you know some of the steps on how to get to where you want to go i think that it makes it a lot harder to to really set up those boundaries i mean if you don't know any of that information then how are you going to guard against it or give it the energy that it needs um, and I think that by, you know, building these boundaries and building up willingness and unwillingness, we can help ourselves from getting in trouble too at times as far as, you know, um, whether it be spending too much on a vacation or spending too much shopping or, you know, staying out too late when you should be going to bed. I think that all these things tie into that will trickle down into your day to day if you don't set up the boundaries and make sure you're securing yourself. Yeah. Well, you bring up a couple really good points. The first one I wanted to kind of talk about was, was travel because, uh, travel for me has personally become a, a huge wellness piece in my life. Um, I've not only found that I just plain love traveling, but it brings so much joy into my life and so much new adventure. And every time I go somewhere, um, I, I always learn so much about culture and um, different parts of the world and the people within those parts of the world. And it's amazing. And it, it gives my brain a really good reprieve though, from the monotonous day-to-day -day stuff. Yeah. And um, I have personally kind of had like a, a, a goal that I've set for myself that I want to travel more. And part of that though is a lot of times in the past, I always used to kind of shoot it down. Well, I can't afford this, or I don't have enough vacation, or or I don't know what my schedule is. So I just kind of shut it down, mm -hmm. you know, and I just kind of, oh, that'd be nice, but I can't do it, you know? And now I kind of try and frame it in this willingness mindset that I'm I'm willing to at least look at it, right? On the back end of it, though, when it comes down to the finances, the amount of vacation, I have a, a firm boundary where my unwillingness is, right? And I'm like, okay, that's too much money. I can't spend that. So you have to start looking at the financial aspects of it. Um, I also like personally, I, I, a lot of people kind of think it's weird, but I have a, kind of a line in my vacation balance that I'm not willing to cross. I always want to have X amount of hours banked so mm -hmm. that if, you know, worst case scenario, something bad happens and I need extra time off or whatever that I have it. But 
that's also part of my unwillingness factor. But every single time somebody starts talking about a trip or something like that, I try and look in it with this willingness factor that I'm at least willing to take the dates, take the times, take the locations, whatever, and sit down and actually assess if it's something that I'm willing to go on, you know, um, if I can afford it, if I have the time for it, is this something maybe on my bucket list or is it going to be a trip with good people? Like, for example, I just got back from Mexico and recently here um, from a trip that was just outstanding. It was my first trip with a very large group of people and it was so much fun and it's something I'd always wanted to do. And it was one of those things that kind of from a time perspective, it was kind of an inconvenient time for me to go because um, I had just taken a trip prior and I had taken a lot of vacation this year. Mm -hmm. But when I started looking at, at all of the pros and cons, if you will, um, it definitely fell into my willingness category um, because of all the amazing people that I was going to get to go and spend quality time with. And so it ended up being something that we went ahead and did. And, um, you know, it was, it was amazing. But um, you'd brought up another piece too about, you know, like kind of staying up late or what have you. And, um, you know, there's it, just an example. Like let's say at work you're shooting for a promotion or something, right? Mm -hmm. And a buddy asks you if you want to go out and have a drink or two or go have a late dinner and just chat, whatever. A lot of times we would want to do that. You know, it, it's something I think that would, you know, typically from a social aspect would be great. But if you're trying to shoot for this promotion at work, is it really the best idea to be going out, staying up late and maybe not being on your A game the next morning when it's time to go into work where you're trying to, you know, keep yeah. trudging forward and, and get this promotion that you're shooting for um, is just kind of an example. So that's maybe a boundary that you should set where maybe you're unwilling to do that. Mm -hmm. Not because you don't want to spend time with your friend or, or go have, you know, good socialization, but because you have something on the table that you're really gunning for right now. And maybe the priorities are a little bit higher there. So you have to kind of pick and choose what's going to most bolster your goals current, you know? Yeah. I think it's a great, uh, two great examples of like pros and cons, right? Um, and I think that's what, if you boil all this down to willingness and unwillingness is just really building it up in yourself and knowing what, what are, what do I need? What am I willing to give? And then, and then taking that and really giving, like you said, giving, like we said, giving yourself boundaries that you can really bounce, bounce events off of, right? I mean, what's the pros of this and the cons of this and how does it align with, with what I need to accomplish. Um, and it takes that openness out of the situation a little bit to make it easier to make those decisions in a more effective manner. I think that when, you know, as we're going through and, and not, you don't have a plan, right? You're like, I want to get promoted, but it'll happen when it happens. Well, that's leaving it pretty open to, if something more interesting comes up, then I'll go do that instead of what I need to do for myself and, and to better myself and my family. And, and, uh, you know, along the lines too of like vacation. I mean, you could blow a vacation out of the water and it'd be great. But if you don't have that boundary and something does happen on vacation or when you get home, um, then you're putting yourself at risk. So I think those are awesome examples of, of uh, 
you know, balancing the pros and cons and making sure they do align with what you need and, and where you want to go. Yeah, I, um, I agree. And, you know, I think a lot of this and this again, all falls back to the assessment and kind of a lot of this though, is, is that healthy for me or bad for me type aspect and, and kind of weighing pros and cons, you know, and, um, you know, I, I, I've found that a lot of what I do end up, some of it's very firm, right? Like the negativity stuff. I, I don't want to be around it. If, if people are gossiping too much or something like that, I really just kind of want to get away from it. It's, it's just not a healthy environment to be in. And so it's, it's a pretty firm boundary that I've set that when I become aware of it in my mind, it, I kind of self-talk myself and I'm like, I'm unwilling to do that. And then I have to distance myself from it. Other stuff though, it is just this major, like going through a pros and cons list. And, and if those pros outweigh the cons, then perhaps that's, that's something I'm willing to do. Whereas if the cons start to weigh a little heavier then then perhaps it's not very healthy for me. And it's something I need to set a boundary for and mm -hmm. say, no, I'm not willing to do this. And, um, and then just, you know, if it, if it's dealing with other friends, I think that's probably the hardest one is when it involves other people is trying to explain to them like, Hey, you know, here's my reasoning to this, you know, um, if at all, you know, sometimes you just, it might be best not to explain yourself. Whereas other times it might be better to try yeah. and explain. And I think you've got to use your own, you know, intuition as to when to do that or not. But ultimately those are the times that are the toughest, I think, because now it's not just a, a b internal battle with yourself, you know, like I'm trying to quit smoking or I'm not a smoker, right? I think that's a lot more of an internal thing. Mm -hmm. But now you're involving other people where, well, shoot, you know, I just got an invite to go out and have drinks tonight, but I have to work tomorrow. You know, I think that if you can find a way in a situation like that to just explain, hey, listen, I'm, I'm up for a promotion at work and I really need to be on my A game tomorrow. Can we maybe go out for drinks this weekend or next weekend or something? Cause I'd, I'd really like to spend time with you. You know, it's just yeah. kind of explaining to that person that it, it's not that you don't care, but it's just prioritizing or finding a better time to actually do those things. Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, you said I have a conversation about it. I think that that can go a long way. In building those relationships, um, you know, a lot of times I think people just say, no, I can't make it, I can't, and there's no follow-up. But I think that um, giving that extra push or info on, you know, this is why I would really love to be there, but for myself I can't, um, can go a long way. I think can help people just understand more of, of what what it is you're, the reasons why you're not, you're not just blowing them off, you know what I mean? Exactly. Which, because if you think of that too, that may not always be the most healthy way. And that's, I think, where that intuition comes in because everybody's friends, family, um, acquaintances, they might all think in different ways. And, and you may know what that is better than obviously we would. So you have to use that intuition to kind of gauge where people are at and, and what's going to be best and, and the best way to go about it. But ultimately your boundary is, is what's most important because you have to make sure that, that we're, you know, 
focusing on ourselves and not in a selfish way, but, but in a healthy way. Yeah. And that's where a lot of this comes in because once you've assessed what your needs are, what your core values are, who you want to show up as a person, um, and, and ultimately what you want your identity to look like, you have to start building these healthy boundaries around all of that. And, and what's a good way to kind of conduct yourself, conduct business, right? Mm -hmm. And, and start figuring that out. And then once you've set these boundaries, it's important to kind of follow through with them and stick with them, you know? Um, and obviously there might be exceptions here and there, but the reality is, is there probably should be pretty minimal exceptions to that because the whole reason you set these boundaries for yourself is to be conducive to furthering who you want to be as a person. And if yeah. you keep breaking them, probably gonna <laughs> yeah, they're not doing any good yeah stumble quite a bit but um i think another big thing with this like we were talking earlier the negativity um is, is that negativity can really bring us down as people it it really hinders us and um that's why i've used this tactic for myself to start getting rid of you know, negative stuff. Um, a big one that I've used is like Facebook now. Um, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of politics. I, I don't like seeing much about it. Um, I know they're important, but I've just, I, I'm one of those people that it, a lot of that stuff is just kind of stressful to, to look at, to read about, to watch. And, um, Facebook has been like a huge, you know, outlet to find a lot of those articles and, and friends posting this or that. And, yeah. It's um, like a sounding board. Yeah. And I'd find that I'd hop on Facebook or other social media platforms, not just Facebook. Um, but you'd, you'd kind of get on there and then within maybe five, 10 minutes, you're sucked into this rabbit hole of negativity. And so I had to kind of set a boundary for myself that, that if I come across that stuff, I just shut the app down. What, whatever I was doing, I just quit. And I shut the app down and I completely will refocus and do something else entirely. Um, because it was just such a, I would be in such a horrible mood yeah. after kind of going down that rabbit hole that I ended up having to set a boundary for myself. And, um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of friends and family members that are just deleting, you know, social media altogether. And I didn't really want to do that because some, some of these social media apps are the, the only way that I have contact with, you know, past yeah. friends. Some, some, some of them, I don't even have their phone numbers or anything like that. So literally if I want to get in touch with them, it's through Facebook, Instagram, wherever. And and the reality is, is there's a lot of good stuff on those social media platforms as well, depending on what what interests you have. And, um, and so for me, I, I didn't really want to get rid of them. You know, for example, Instagram, I find so many cool places that I want to travel to hikes to yeah. go on, um, you know, just new adventures to take. Um, and, and so there's a lot of good to it, but it's setting those boundaries and kind of weeding out those negative aspects of that. I think the other side of it too, is a great point you brought up is the the um, impact that other people have, right, is we're like, or us, and when we are in a negative mood or a negative mindset, how that impacts people around us and the people that we share, 
uh, that information with. I think that, you know, it's so easy for the, for us just to take on someone else's stress or someone else's frustration. Um, just kind of, I think a lot in an empathetic way, but it becomes yours once, you know, once you've had that conversation and, and they've vented to you, they've given it to you or some of it. Um, so I think that, you know, having a willingness to, to kind of protect other people from some of your frustrations too, if you're, if you're really having a bad day, there might be better ways to, to kind of handle those stresses and, and frustrations and things going on that aren't just going to dump it on someone else. And then they're then carrying it through the day or, or carrying it on. Right. I mean, I think, and no one does it really personal. It's not a intended thing that we were going to, I'm going to dump this on Logan and then it's his problem. Um, but really that's what happens. I mean, when we, when you have those heated conversations and, and sympathize with people, sometimes you do take it and it's, then you need to find a way to get rid of it. Um, so if there's ways that, you know, we can mitigate some of that and sharing our frustrations with people, but not, you know, maybe not dumping everything on them. Yeah. And I, for me, I know a lot of this has come to where I, I have to start looking at, well, okay, is this like an actual problem, right, um, for this person? Is it something they're trying to get through, right, yeah. um, like a huge hurdle in their life? Because if it is, then I'm all ears, right, and and I want to help, and I, I'll take on some of that that load for that person. A lot of times, though, I find that we're just simply – sitting there again, gossiping, or we're just droning on about monotonous, frivolous things that really don't matter. I mean, yeah. it's almost like we're just, you know, griping to gripe, you know, if that makes sense. And and that's where some of my boundaries come in because I, I don't want to just gripe to gripe and I don't want to just hear you griping. I, I want to be there to hear things that are important and that might be helpful for you to have a listening ear. But if we're just sitting there griping, that's where for me, I need to cut it off. And I just can't go forward with that because yeah. it, it, it's again, that word frivolous, right? It's, it's, it's just frrivolous stuff. So why am I taking on all this weight when, when if your own it's stuff silly? You're with, yeah. yeah. So, um, I think at the end of this, what it comes down to is, is again, just really, truly figuring out who you are at the core and what you want to put out into the world and kind of, again, how you want to show up. But this is one huge tool that you can utilize to kind of start moving in that direction, start shaping and forming not only your, your thought process, but um, setting up all those boundaries around it so that you can kind of just be more attuned to, you know, what's beneficial to you or not, or what's healthy and unhealthy and, and start kind of really pushing toward bettering yourself and really those around you along with it. And I found it to be very helpful for me, I think. Yeah, me as well. Me as well. I think you said it very well. Um, I would totally agree. Uh, I think it's, it's time for the after that. Yeah, I think so. Um, so the afterthought is where we leave you with quotes, challenges, and other thoughtful moments. To end this episode, we want to challenge all of you to assess your core values and in turn figure out two or three things that you are specifically willing or unwilling to engage in um, that would really further bolster your identity. 
And don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes. And you can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.